Hey guys, this is Tim Pichote, the Liberty Advisor, coming to you from uh, Louisiana, uh, going to the Red Pill at Red Pill Conference at Jekyll Island, Georgia. I just filmed a huge rant, uh, like 43 miles driving, probably one of the better rants I've ever done. But you know, I, I, it was a really kind of impassioned plea. Uh, you know, while driving, you know, I was listening to uh, actually a bunch of tinfoil hats. I had them, uh, you know, I stocked up on it so that way I'd have something to you know get me through this 5,000 mile round trip journey. But just listen to the one talking about Aleister Crowley and a whole bunch of you know pedophile satanic shit. And, you know, put me you know kind of on that. And then I just got out of rush hour, so you know, kind of you know on edge. So you know, it, it was. You know, dropped a lot of F-bombs, so, you know, I probably don't want to have your kids in the room, but, you know, it's only because I care about humanity, and when you really start understanding this stuff deeper, and I didn't get into any of this stuff, I didn't get into, like, the spiritual side of things, but, you know, you see that, you know, whether you believe in the devil or not, or God or not, you know, the people that are running shit, they do, and so, you know, we're up against a lot of really evil stuff, and so, ultimately, you know, we're, you know, heading into a different age, heading into the age of Aquarius now, where there's going to be, you know, a whole bunch of, a lot of different you know, vibrational shifts, which probably explains a lot of what's going on right now. And, you know, even though I gave it a passion plea, you know, I'm not, you know, sitting around, you know, dropping F-bombs all day and I'm actually, you know, a pretty happy person, but it's just because I care and I see about, and I see about this stuff, you know, so far out in the future that, you know, it is just really frustrating, uh, you know, being at this point where, you know, I don't like being right. I don't like being right on this stuff. I don't like being right talking about a global technocracy coming through. So, you know, hope you guys enjoy this show and because of, you know, this type of material, you can't bank on it being on YouTube forever. So please check out the library.tv. Actually, you know what? Go to Liberty Advisor Show or The Liberty Advisor Show. Brings it to the same place. And there, I believe, my man Crane hooked me up with a website where when I was driving, so I haven't really fully checked it out. But I believe you can find links there. Or just go to library.tv, lbry.tv, uh, and, and search uh, for the Liberty Advisor on there. Search for it on float.app for at the Liberty Advisor over there or DLive. Just, you know, we're trying to get, you know, to other places, but, you know, or bookmark the Liberty Advisor show because you can't bank on this information. I mean, you think, you know, I'm exposing things like the Federal Reserve, exposing the deep state, exposing the real shit that they don't want you to find out about. So that's why I've got the shadow ban out of the gates. That's why Josh has got the shadow ban. That's why Luke Radowski's got the shadow ban. That's why so many of, you know, our Watch friends and former friends here have gotten the shadow ban because they don't want you to know this information. I'm not saying this is a marketing ploy. You know, I'm saying this is the real shit they don't want you knowing. So I'm heading to Jekyll Island now. Hope you guys enjoy the show that was coming up. I was only expecting, I really all I was doing is I was hitting 100,000 miles in my vehicle and thought I was going to make like a minute-long video and then went on a 43-mile rant. So I hope you guys like it, but, you know, probably don't want to have your kids in the room or if you do have your kids in the room, you know, maybe want to do some earmuffs. Uh, but anyways, it's all because... You know, I'm not some you know pissed off you know white guy over here. It's because I you know actually do care about humanity. I do care about what's going on, and you know it just you know pains me to see that so few people are taking action. But you know if you don't know this information, you can't take action on it. So unfortunately, they're trying to hijack our emotions because you know there are a lot of good people in Black Lives Matters, and there's a lot of good people on both sides. But then they're hijacked and manipulated to talk about bullshit that doesn't matter. And so I'm trying to get through this left-right paradigm to expose the things that actually matter. And I'm not perfect. I'm just some out guy over here talking on a cell phone right now you know and if you think you can do a better job then go go do a better job I, it's never been about me like i initially started doing activism and i was like oh man if i can reach a million people in a week and then think about if i can train an army of like a thousand other people we can hijack this entire ship but then they realize oh donald trump is elected so now we can never let that happen again and so now and the thing is it wasn't about donald trump getting elected but now i don't have that reach anymore guys like josh unfortunately don't have yeah they've got in the grand scheme of things, you know, five, ten thousand people.
video is pretty good. But you know, the TR Griffin video we did, there should be a million fucking people watching that video. And not to say like I'm the best or everyone should be watching the videos because it's real information that really matters. So love you guys. Make sure you check out those other stations. I don't want to have a video that's going to come across as really, you know, angry. But you know, it is stuff that when you learn that you're a slave, you know, sorry, I'm not going to take it laying down. I'm not going to take it, you know, politely. And I've almost like lost my voice if you guys can hear me. So, you know what? It's because I care about humanity. I care about my kids and grand, future grandchildren and where things are going. Well, I don't really care for where things are going, which is why I want to, you know, alter the path. Because this path is not preset. We have a chance right now. If we don't do anything now, then, you know what? Then, you know, don't bitch later when, you know, the, the control grid completely collapsed. Anyways, hope you guys enjoy the show. Make sure you check out all the other places to uh, find this information and the podcast as well, where you can hear all this stuff in audio format. Take care. Hey, so just want to make another quick addendum. I didn't know a hurricane was going to be rolling through uh, Gulf Coast. This is actually Thursday, so it looks like things are supposed to be hitting right at that exact area that I was recording that video at. We do have a lot of rain going on right here. Not sure if that's related to the storm or not. We've got people slowing down to a to halt right this second, but you know, thoughts and prayers are with everyone in the Gulf Coast. And when I was making that video and talking about Lake Charles, Louisiana, I didn't realize there was going to be a hurricane rolling through. Uh, I think that was like Tuesday when I made that when I made that ramp. Anyways, I uh, hope you guys enjoy. I hope everyone is safe down in there in uh, Louisiana. Uh, so about to hit 100,000 miles. I don't think I've actually ever hit one of these milestones in a car before. My first car almost hit 200,000, but it died at like I think like 198. So never, never got the satisfaction. But right now, actually, sorry, I just flipped it. See that. Oh, you know what? I missed it. Hit 100,000. <laughs> so anyways, the reason why I'm doing this trip right now is because, you know, actually, we're, actually I probably should start off and say where I'm going. Actually headed to Jekyll Island right now. So that is, for those of you who don't know what one is, Jekyll Island is an island off the coast of Georgia, which was actually JP Morgan's private estate or the Morgan family's private estate back in the day. And that's where all the robber barons, uh, basically take the richest people in the world. They all got together underneath fake names and went down to Jekyll Island on uh, Senator Nelson Aldrich's uh, train car. Now it's been 12 years since I've read the book, Creature from Jekyll Island, spelled J-E-K-Y-L-L. -L, so not exactly like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Mr. Hyde, but it's close. So I highly recommend people check that book out. Also check out the interview I did with G. Ever Griffin. And this will probably be one of the last major, you know, freedom events going on, at least that's on the on the books. But getting back to the story, so you had Nelson Aldrich, who I believe was the father-in-law of uh, Rockefeller at the time. And, and they used a whole bunch of propaganda. J.P. Morgan owned all the newspapers back then. They were trying to tell people that the Federal Reserve Act at the time was going to be the worst thing ever to happen to the big banks, when in actuality, it was going to be the biggest, the best thing to happen to them. This was all precipitated on, initially there was a panic of 1907, and J.P. Morgan had to personally backstop the entire financial system, and he's like, oh wow, that really fucking sucks having to use all my own money, and at the time, it would be the equivalent of you know, billions of dollars to balance the system, so wouldn't it be better if we had a system where every time we fuck up, we get to have the treasury balance out and we get the key so we get to make all the money on the way up and then get to socialize all the losses and, and don't get hurt at all fast forward 100 years to 2008 
basically that was the playbook where the banks obviously fucked up big time and instead of anybody going to jail instead of anybody having to take a haircut you know you know what happened is all these guys got richer and richer and richer like people like Jeep Jamie Dimon and Jamie Morgan Chase you know makes comments that you know he's a billionaire because he's smarter than you well no he's just raping you taking your money and and the reason that the ultra rich want to have high taxes is because they are the ones who are getting your fucking money. They're the ones who are getting your money. The ultra rich, like people like Donald Trump, not to bash him, but they're not paying taxes. And, and I mean, obviously you know, there's some taxes they pay, and payroll taxes and all their employees and property taxes and things like that. But you know, guys like Warren Buffett advocate raising your taxes because A, he doesn't pay the income tax. He mainly pays the capital gains tax and he avoids the capital gains tax by doing advanced charitable giving, which which in the case of someone like Bill Gates, you know, is giving a charitable gift donation to a comp to these entities that then advocate for vaccines that he then owns, you know, patents on and owns the companies and then is bragging at Davos making a 20 to one return. And I didn't have any idea of what I was gonna say when I decided to make this rant. But Jack getting back to Jekyll Island, this all happened at Jekyll Island. So GMR Griffin, he's 89 years old. The last one that they had at Jekyll Island in terms of these Red Pill events was 10 years ago. So obviously, you know, fast forward to 10 years, hopefully, you know, obviously, you know, I hope he's around at 99, but who knows, you know, how bad stuff's gonna be, who, who knows if we're even gonna be allowed to travel, you know, without some sort of vaccine passport. And, you know, the last thing, my time is valuable, and the last thing I wanna be doing right now is taking a 5,000 mile fucking road trip because, you know, I don't wanna wear a mask, and I wanna have, you know, videos like this to show, you know, my kids and grandkid, grandchildren down the road that their, you know, grandpa and their dad wasn't a pussy and that, you know, I'm not afraid of any of this stuff and I've been gallivanting around everywhere and I'm not sick. I haven't been sick once and I haven't worn a mask. And so how come, I, I mean, I've done all the worst things possible. I've gone to Jackalope Freedom Festival, hundreds of people there that I was in close proximity to. Pork Fest was probably a thousand people at. Uh, Anarcho Vegas, going to this. I mean, if anyone should be, you know, hurt by this and this is such a pandemic going on it should be the guy walking around without a mask and there's going to be a whole lot of people 10 years from now and five years from now who are going to say oh yeah i didn't wear a mask well yeah bullshit because probably 99 percent of you motherfuckers probably were wearing masks and you know what and all of you guys tough guys out there said hey you know you know we've got ar-15s and we're gonna go you know we're gonna go stand up against the government no you're not you can't even you know walk around without a fucking mask on they think you're gonna go take a gun and go shoot somebody and who are you gonna shoot got a technocracy right now where it doesn't it's not about you know if you're getting to the point where we're in some sort of hot war and I'm not advocating war because you know the reason I'm on the information war here is because I don't want there to be a hot war uh, but you know if you're too much of a pussy to stand up now like you really think you're gonna go into battle and I'm not and I'm sure this kind of people say like oh you know well you know how come you were not ever in the military well guess what people like Kissinger say that the troops are basically dumb fuckers that are used as, as chess pieces and, and actually his quote is something very similar to that I mean, i'm driving right now so i don't have the exact quote but it's something like the you know what it was there i think he said they're dumb fucking animals or they're dumb animals that are used as pawns and so you know these are the people making foreign policy they're using our troops as pawns they don't give a shit about the troops they're putting the troops you know in 9-11 they're sending the troops over there with like no armor like over there and sitting ducks i mean they i mean they, i mean the last thing the u.s government cares is about your health and getting back to this technocracy you know, it's not gonna be about, you know, oh, we're gonna get into a shooting war with somebody because guess what? They're gonna have the money to the point where it's all gonna be centrally controlled by the government. I mean, the Fed announced, oh yeah, we're not gonna be able to give out a big bump up here. 
from the highway. Uh, you know, we're not going to be, you know, like, you know, people would give out, you know, dollar bills or two dollar bills and they'd get, you know, some nice minted, you know, fresh, freshly minted, uh, you know, treasury bills or coins for, you know, for Christmas or for the holidays. Well, the Fed that recently announced they're not going to be doing that. They'll, you know, try to make efforts to get like newer bills, but they're not going to be doing new bills because they want to get rid of cash. They want to phase it out. And some of you are saying, oh, well, they're probably, you know, cash is already like 97% digital anyways. Yeah, you're right. But, you know, we're not at 100%. And so what they want to do is once you're at 100%, then they're going to say, oh, well, we have a negative interest rate. We're just going to take money out of your fucking bank account. Or, oh, it's all, oh, guess what? You didn't get your vaccine, so we're not going to give you, you know, your $2,000 a month stipend, which is something that is part of Kamala Harris's plan. And she's probably going to end up being the real president here. And so to see all this stuff and forecast it, this guy is super dangerously close to the curve over here ahead of me. But, you know, to see... And be able to, you know, forecast this stuff so long ago. And there's people a lot smarter than me. And there's people that forecasted this shit way before I did. Um, it's just very frustrating, especially with Trump. I mean, the, the goal was never, like, I was never a Trump fan of 2016 because I thought, oh, he's the end-all, be-all. I thought he was a good person to be able to beat Hillary. And I knew that his style, the Grand Paul style, were probably the only two people that even had a chance of beating Hillary. But... You know, I, I predicted early on on video, anybody can go back and see this, that, you know, I bet if we had eight years of Trump that we would probably, he would probably actually expand the debt at the same rate as Obama. And actually now, I mean, fuck, at the rates they're going now, he's going to, you know, in four years, basically add as much to the debt as Obama did. And, uh, you know, don't tell me, oh, that's because of this or that. You know what, Republicans controlled everything. We still have Obamacare. They did fucking nothing. Everything, like, it's the whole system is a big fucking joke. And, and at this point... Uh, uh, literally in March 2016, I was uh, sorry, 2017 at this point, I was calling out why Trump would lose because all he needed to do was piss off. He doesn't need to kowtow to the Fox News crowd. All those 80 year olds who don't know anything, they're going to vote for him no matter what. He doesn't need to kowtow to the MAGA, MAGA, MAGA Q tarts. What he needs to do, uh, if he really wanted to win, was to kowtow to people like me or to other libertarians because, you know, I was running a liberty private arguably probably the most influential libertarian pro-Trump group there was. Sort of embarrassed to say that now. Had a, you know, Trump, uh, his first day in office was the day my daughter was born. I was wearing a Trump shirt and had a life-size cut out of him, so I'm not some Trump derangement syndrome person. And, you know, I can't stand all the Trump derangement syndrome people that are out there. But it wasn't about Trump. I mean, I don't know what people can't get this through their fucking minds. It's not about Donald Trump. It's about freedom. And we have a lot less freedom today, way more uh, debt deficit. And he plays these games where he's, you know, acting, you know, when he's, you know, uh, recovering from the coronavirus, that, you know, he's acting all strong. He says a bunch of good stuff. And at the very end, he's like, oh, yeah, we need to get the vaccine. Well, if you're saying it's not that big of a deal and don't let it run your life, then why then why would you need to get an unproven vaccine? It's absolutely ridiculous. We are now entering Louisiana, right by, uh, actually right by Lake Charles, Louisiana, which I think was where Grant Cardone is from. So I've taken some of his courses for what it's worth. And if you're in the sales, uh, or you're watching this and you're young, or you got some kids or grandkids who are looking to get into sales or marketing, and I think he's actually a better marketer than he is salesman, but... You know, you're better off, you know, spending like a thousand bucks in this course and you're going to, you know, taking some marketing, you know, getting some $120,000 degree somewhere. So shout out to Uncle G, Grant Cardone, Lake Charles, Louisiana. I took his course and uh, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I don't, you know, agree with everything he says, but, you know, I think he does know, you know, quite a bit about, you know, when it comes to marketing and sales. But anyways, I only mentioned that because, you know, I, I see a sign for Lake Charles and that's, you know, I've seen Uncle G mention that a bunch. But, you know, just continuing on with this, you know, it's not about getting Donald Trump reelected. I mean, 
we have, a, I mean, he picked Jerome Powell out of the gates. I mean, Jerome Powell for Fed chairman, which he later said was his worst decision he ever made, uh, you know, has, there's been more debt the Federal Reserve has purchased underneath Donald Trump than every fucking president combined. You hear that? Every single one. The number one thing I said I didn't want Trump to do to get in there was to, you know, keep a phony stock market bubble going because that only really benefits 10% of the people. It's going to be bad optics. And then if he also goes through and starts, you know, bombing people, because he only needs to really piss off 1% of the people, then that's one issue. The other issue, something I raised four years ago, was talking about fraction magic voting where they can take your vote and they have like 40, you know, they'll have decimals. So they'll have like, like you know, 0.6 of your vote go over here, 0.4% of your vote go over there, and then they'll multiply, you know, candidate B by like 1.25, and then the votes are actually in, expressed as decimals. Why are votes expressed as decimals? There's no reason a vote should be expressed as a decimal. It's because they are corrupt. If they can rig it, they will rig it. And the reason they didn't rig it in 2006, well, they did rig it in 2016, and they still lost. But the reason, like, the reason this go around is different is because if you think Hillary is going to win and has zero percent chance of basically losing is what you know. I mean, I had own family members who were staging interventions with me, calling me an idiot for thinking Trump's going to win. Uh, and you know, to their credit, you know, most of them apologized to me. Uh, but if you think there's no chance in hell Hillary's going to lose, are you going to risk getting a felony to you know hack the voting machines? Are you going to risk getting a felony to? Uh, to, you know, those retail voter fraud, you know, dead people voting, you know, mail-in voter fraud, stuffing ballots, and, you know, ballots coming in that were unsolicited, and, like, losing votes, and all sorts of shit like that, and there's more high-tech fraud of hacking the machines, and there's even, you know, more insidious uh, fraud, which is the fraction magic, so go look up you know, Bev Harris, B-E-V Harris, and then, uh, you know, watch her documentary on, I think it's called Hacking Democracy, I, actually, I, I called her the other day, left a message because I'm trying to actually interview her. Uh, Sam Tripoli recently did a podcast with Dr. Shiva Hagadari on the same subject. And you know what? I wish Shiva knew this four years ago because even, I mean, voting for herself doesn't matter, but if you are going to vote, you might as well have to make sure your vote counts to the blockchain and they can make it instantly today. We can figure out how to do this. But, you know, four years ago, you can go back to the early, early, early podcast when I didn't even have that many of them. Uh, like number one episode was talking about how Trump needed to, you know, basically not, you know, tout up the economy, tout up the stock market. He needed to, you know, get rid of the Federal Reserve because the Federal Reserve is a high tech slave system. So if you aren't addressing the fact that you're a fucking slave, then you're not doing any good for me. So I don't care that he's keeping this bullshit system alive. And then now we have a system where we don't know who's really going to win. We don't know if the votes are counted, all sorts of voter fraud. And you know what? That should have been addressed four years ago. But, but instead, you know, they, you know, like, yeah, I think he's done a lot better job than every other president in my life. But okay, who have the other presidents been? Um, Clinton, Bush, and Obama, both the Bushes and Obama. Oh, that's a real high bar we're setting there. Uh, so, I mean, the whole thing's a joke. I mean, if you're not, if the Federal Reserve isn't on your radar and you're worried about politics, you're part of the joke. If you're offended by that, then you should be because, you know, you're probably 40 years old, don't know what the Fed is, don't know how they're the ones wrecking your lives. And then again, you know, people in my HOA, when I'm making comments and saying that I'm what's wrong with America, like, you know what, you know, not saying, I mean, if you're watching this, you're probably one of my fans, so, you know, I shouldn't be, you know, not like taking the anger out of you. But it's just so frustrating, you know, seeing this destruction of this entire country and, you know, nobody doing anything about it. Uh, you know, we're, I've been, you know, going into all these stores pretty much everywhere, like the only one that doesn't have a mask on. 
and you know all these big tough guys want to make it seem like they're going to go take their AR-15s and go waiting for you know the UN to come knocking at their home. And you know what? You get people are you know not to say you guys, but you know those people are not going to do shit. Uh, and you know what? If this coronavirus is some big real pandemic that's going down, then why the fuck haven't I like? What, why am I? Have I been doing all the worst things possible? Because I'm also doing some good things too. I mean, I'm taking you know chaga mushrooms, and spirulina, and you know uh, tons of vitamin C. I mean, look at this tan. Obviously, I'm outside a lot. And tons of natural vitamin D. Uh, you know, not always. I mean, you know, I do. You know, I drink a little bit and probably do some other stuff I should be doing. Eating hamburgers and stuff like that. So I'm not perfect, but you know what? A lot of people aren't doing half the shit I'm doing to get on the offense of this stuff. And then they're also, you know, they're staying inside. When you're staying inside, you're, you know, you're going to weaken your immune system because you aren't exposing yourself to certain pathogens, which, you know, for what it's worth, uh, you know, then you get everybody on lockdown and they come out of lockdown at the same time. They're all in weakened immune systems. They're not getting, you know, fresh air and, and th then they're all getting sick. And so if you are, I mean, we should be taking like really deep breaths. And, you know, uh, Google, no, Google search, Wim, uh, Wim Hof, you're going to uh, duck, duck, go it, or Brave Browser search it, W-I-M, last name H-O-F-F, you know, or, uh, you know, YouTube it, and it's this whole breathing method that helps alkalize your body, uh, and what that means is, you know, you're, bringing up, you're raising up your pH level of your body, because your body, uh, you know, I'm not a doctor or anything, but, you know, cancer can't grow in high alkaline environments, or, you know, certainly a lot easier in acidic environments and that's something no one ever talks about no one ever talks about you know the pH of your blood and you know what I, I should get my blood pH check I haven't, I haven't checked in and you know I had a Dr. Pepper you know today didn't actually have, didn't have any caffeine yesterday I drove a thousand miles so uh, you know I'm not hyped up on anything right now like except for like one Dr. Pepper three hours ago but yesterday yeah I had nothing and uh it's just so frustrating when you get, you know, all these, you know, fat asses who are like 300 pounds who want to, you know, give me health advice. I'm, you know, two-time Ironman triathlete, five-time half Ironman triathlete, you know, four years ago today, ran the Grand Canyon, rim through to rim, done probably 100, 100 mile bike rides, and, you know, just did a triathlon this past weekend off no training, was the first person out of the water. So, you know what, when, when you guys can do like 0.1% of what I do to go on the offense and have the ability to do what I can do, then maybe I'll take a... Uh, you know, actually, this is a ton of sulfur coming up, so I wonder if this is going to smell great. But you know what? Maybe that's a good way to end it. So, you know, I'm heading out to Jekyll Island. Uh, want to have proof like this that, you know, to my kids and grandkids that, and great grandchildren, if we even make it that far, that, you know, I tried doing something that's out there. Why? A lot of people out there did absolutely nothing. And, uh, and we're going to see where, what this means for humanity because we really are at a crossroads right now. They're, they're pushing in the digital cash through the Federal Reserve centrally controlled system and it's going to be checkmate at that point complete checkmate and yeah there's ways things you can do to you know sort of get yourself ahead of that and try to position your assets ahead of that but you know yeah having more money during that period would be a good thing than, than not but you know they're gonna they're gonna get us into this checkmate system and you know if Hillary was already in there they would have already had social credit score which now they've rebranded as contact tracing you know you know, I mean, because these people, you have like the, literally the highest IQ people in the world who are, you know, all the psychologists and all the, you know, all the top marketing people. And, you know, go look up, you know, Edward Bernays or go look up, you know, someone like, uh, you know, like his film Century of Enslavement or Century of Yourself. I forgot what it was called, but yeah, it's on YouTube. It's really great. Even Kanye West tweeted out about it. And that's when they really started going after Kanye three years ago. But, uh, 
you know, it's, it's all propaganda, and they're trying to propagandize how, what is the best game theory to get everyone to take this vaccine, what's the best game theory to basically get everyone begging for their own enslavement, which is why you have the creator of the Federal Reserve System was Paul Warburg, who was modeled after uh, Daddy Warbucks in the play Annie, who said, we shall have one world government, it's only a matter of it's through consent or conquest. They realize, you know, having World War One, World War Two, you know, boot stomped on you, that's not the way to do it. The way to do it is to engineer something, have a, you know, have a coronavirus that's a bioweapon that China released by, you know, uh, weaponizing it by putting it in like a, you know, it's, anyone that's done any research on this knows that this was, whether it was released or deliberately or not, I mean, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. U.S. government helped fund, uh, you know, the Wuhan Institute of Virology, Fauci helped fund it, where they're taking, you know, back coronaviruses, trying to mix it with to spread it to humans, and then they use an AIDS delivery system to weaponize it. The, the guy that discovered AIDS even said that. And you've got, you know, the guy that made the PCR test saying that basically the PCR test is bullshit. There's all sorts of reasons not to trust it. And you're getting all these false positives. There's all these different types of coronaviruses. And then I get people who want to think like, oh, I don't know anything. Well, you know what? People that don't say that I know nothing, like metaphorically and intellectually, like I will kick your fucking ass. So on any of this stuff. And when's the first, and not to, again, not to, you know, it's not yelling at the people watching this right now, but you know what? I bought a mask six fucking years ago. I had 60 masks and a hazmat suit. It was looking into this stuff when Ebola was going around. You know, I wore a mask February 19th flying back from America Poco, mainly just to be a dick to the TSA flying back to the country, and they were pissed at me for wearing a mask. So, you know, what, if, if, these, if, this is, if there's so much scientific literature about wearing masks, then how come there's really no scientific literature about it? I mean, go look up the studies that show cloth masks actually make it much worse. And if you are actually going to, if it is a global pandemic, like going into one room to another, you should be having like these safe rooms where there's all these big procedures and hazmat suits. And, and you know, you, you know, if you're out and about all day, you, you would probably need like, you know, to change your mask like every 30 minutes. If you have one of the surgical masks, I mean, those are only good like a surgical environment. Uh, you know, N95 masks, everyone's like, oh, we need to protect others. Well, I mean, technically it doesn't filter the air coming out, so you're actually not protecting others. And actually it's the dirtiest air that's then coming out. And actually, you know, if you're wearing that around like your grandmother, it could actually, you know, be worse because you're, you're getting more bad stuff and you're breathing in, you know, all of your own recycled air, which is terrible. Uh, you know, basically creating a, you know, uh, you know, all this, uh, you know, warm heat environment, perfect for bacteria and germs to grow, not to mention compromising your immune system. Um, and so, you know what? I'm going on the offense with all this stuff. I've been traveling everywhere. I mean, I'm just trying to think of all the states I've been. I mean, I've been recently since the summertime. Obviously, Arizona, New York, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, flew into Pennsylvania briefly. Uh, you know, obviously back to Arizona, then New Mexico. I've been to California. Uh, Texas, just left Texas, now Louisiana, um, then probably brief, might, might make it into uh, Florida, not sure or not. Uh, yeah, then we're going to end up in Georgia, then go into uh, South Carolina, then probably go to Tennessee, then probably go to, you know, whatever I've been on my geographical map here, but, you know, Arkansas and Oklahoma, and probably back to Texas, uh, maybe, uh, probably not touch Colorado, but you know, get pretty, actually we might hit up four corners, so maybe just so I can say I hit more states, but you know what, I'm out here galvanizing around, you know, come get me, you know, I'm not sick, I'm not sick, probably, you know, like I said, was first out of the water in the triathlon when I haven't open water swam in two years, even when I did swim, it was just once in like a half Ironman open water, I didn't really practice for that one either, so I mean really it's been 
you know, probably about 2016 was probably the last time I really trained to swim, and I'm still the first motherfucker out in the water, just like a boss. So, I mean, like, I get these people who have never worked out a day in their life, and they're like, oh, you know, I, I, mean, I got to the top third of a, of a sprint triathlon this past weekend without even, with zero training, besides, like, maybe three hours a week of tennis. So, you know, I'd love to see somebody get into the top third when they haven't trained like like myself for 18 months and then they want to lecture me about health and lecture me about wellness you know when you go you know you know it does you know contrary to popular belief you know it actually does take quite a bit it's not just you know pure muscle to do like an Ironman it takes a lot of you know it takes a, I'll say math you know it does take you know a lot of know-how intuition actually I wouldn't say intuition more more experience uh, you know knowing how the human uh, physiology works knowing about you know, all sorts of different, uh, you know, it's the stuff that I've never, I mean, I've forgotten a lot of the stuff of like, but you know, how many calories you can take in per hour and, and the amount of, you know, electrolytes you need. And then, you know, then one thing goes wrong in you and all of a sudden, I mean, you're in basically, you know, survival mode at this point when you're, when you're raining. It's one thing just to do one, but I mean, if you're out there like actually going as hard as you can, racing an Ironman, you know, whether you're coming in, whether you're racing it and coming in 16 hours or racing it and coming in at eight hours, uh, 16 hours is, is the time limit, I believe. You know, if you're racing it to the best of your ability, I mean, it's very, very tough to do. I mean, it's very, very tough to do. I mean, it, and I would say just to do one, just to do one, like anyone watching this right now, they really put their mind to it, could do one, just to do one. But if you're just, like, I could probably go out and do one tomorrow, if I really, if someone's like, hey, 10,000 bucks, go do one tomorrow, boom, I'll go out and do one tomorrow. So, you know, if anyone out there wants to, uh, you know, chip in, and I'll go, maybe, you know, maybe not tomorrow, because, I mean, Actually, I don't have a bike on me, so maybe we'll say we go back to uh, go back to Arizona. But uh, yeah, I'm 100% confident I could go do one literally tomorrow if I had to. Uh, now to race one, now it'd be a very very dumb idea for me to go race one, you know, as fast as I could because I'm not in shape and you know it's not something you should just waltz into. It is something you need to you know respect highly. Um, but you know that was my life for you know 10 years, so. Um, you know, I do know a little bit about something about health, and I get comments on my Instagram like, "Hey, I love the good thing you're talking about, you know, financially, but when it comes to health, I'd rather listen to Luke Bernowski. Like, okay, you'd rather listen to, you know, a guy that just moved out of his mom's like basement. Now, uh, you know, not to be mean, it wasn't was it was the basement, but you know, the guy that eating McDonald's all the time, and oh yeah, don't let's not listen miles. to the seven-time Ironman triathlete. Uh, at one point last year, I think I had a, I had a I think my lowest ever calculated clocked it in, that was a 28 resting heart rate when I wore a heart monitor to bed. Uh, and then I get people, you know, telling me that they would not want to listen to me for health advice. So, I mean, it's just, okay, go listen to Luke Rodowski. Obviously, he knows way more than me, you know, being scared, you know, socially distancing for the past, you know, seven months while I've been out gallivanting all around. So, yeah, go listen to him, don't listen to me. You know, I don't know anything, but, you know, I'm not a doctor, so I just want to put that out there. So, none of this is really health advice, it's just... You know, we're headed to Jekyll Island, and the reason we're going to Jekyll Island is because this is where America was stolen. Well, not the first time. I mean, America was stolen a few times. Like in, uh, you know, you had the first central bank that came in uh, that was ended in 1812. Literally, the British came that here and burnt down the fucking White House because they owned the first central bank of America. You don't see that in your textbooks because the textbooks are owned by the Rothschilds. Uh, and then the second central bank of America. Was, I can't remember what year it was ended. It was probably like 1847 or something like that. Again, it's been a while. It's soft, soft memory here. Uh, and and it was Andrew Jackson who uh, 
got rid of that. And then just to be basically a dick to Andrew Jackson, I put him on the $20 bill, even though uh, he hated fiat money. And, and you know, and Trump has a big Andrew Jackson, you know, painting in his Oval Office. We well, you know what? You know, you're just a joke, Donald Trump, by doubling the size of the Federal Reserve and advocating. I mean, he's advocating for what they're doing right now. I'm totally on board with what they're doing right now. So don't tell me, oh, it wasn't his decision. When he's out there using the bullet pulpit to expand the region, expand the power, worst thing he could have done. So don't tell me, oh, it wasn't him. Well, guess what? He's the guy that put Jerome Powell in there. So it's his fucking fault. And I knew about what a swamp monster this guy was, you know, four years ago when he did it. Uh, I forgot what point I was going to make. Oh, yeah. So when Andrew Jackson got rid of the second central bank in America, he said, you are a den of vipers. My eternal God should rot you out. And then a guy came up to him with two handguns, both at point blank range. Both of them misfired. And the guy said it was wealthy Europeans that put him up to it. And you have, uh, you know, Abraham Lincoln that said, I have an army in front of me. That's the South. And I'm like, no, sorry, an army in front of me. Yeah, an army in front of me. That's the South. And an army in my rear, which are the... Uh, which are the central, which are the, the European bankers. And I far more feared the army in my rear. And so even he was fucking with the banks, you know, he got assassinated. You know, uh, JFK to some extent was fucking with the banks with his, uh, you know, uh, proclamation of legalizing silver as legal tender. So that way we get a dollar bill and say backed by silver, not by, not backed by uh, Federal Reserve notes, which actually they're not backing anything. They don't have any of the money. Um, and so, you know, he got assassinated. So, I mean, it's just, you know, I don't know, maybe it's just a coincidence that, you know, all the presidents that tried doing something about it all got assassinated. And, and guess what? Trump's not doing shit about it. He doubled the size of the fucking Federal Reserve. Doubled it. That did more Watch than every Eagle other president combined. Everyone combined. Like, I'm not, like, and I know people are going to get mad at me for this, but, you know, I was trying to warn against this shit four years ago. I didn't put him in, I didn't help put him in there and help reach millions of people. And thank you for those of you out there who are sharing all the memes and everything, you know, four years ago to, you know, make sure Hillary wasn't in there. But, you know, the end game isn't, you know, just make sure Republicans aren't in there. Uh, but yeah, getting back to the story. And then, you know, then after the Civil War, America got hijacked again in 1871, where they basically got rid of the United States of America and turned it into, you know, America Inc. Corporation of, of States. Go look that up. Uh, you know, 1871, I believe, is the year that happened. And then, uh, then the other most recent coup was in uh, 19, December 23rd, 1913, when there was only a few people in the House of uh, Representatives because it was day before Christmas Eve. Charles. And, uh, and what they wanted to do was make sure that the big bankers would never have to backstop the system ever again. So they came up with a federal reserve system that was neither federal or reserving anything. And, and, their and then even guys like, you know, like uh, Teddy Roosevelt gets all this claim for being a big trust buster. The guy didn't bust anything. I mean, what he did was took all these companies uh, and then split them up. But the same people owned the fucking companies. So he didn't bust up anything. It's like saying, oh, we're going to bust up Amazon, but then Jeff Bezos still owns it all. Like, but we're going to bust up Facebook, uh, but, you know, Mark Zuckerberg still owns it. We're going to bust up Google, but Sergey Brin and Larry Page still own it. I mean, which is started by the CAA, which uh, their they're, uh, they're, uh, venture capital firm called IN, I-N-Q-T-E-L. If you want to call it bullshit on me, go look it up. Uh, I'm not making that up. Uh, even Facebook was basically a project called LifeLog that then was a government contract that that read basically just like, you know, basically exactly what Facebook is. I've been on Facebook since 2004, probably one of the, you know, first probably a million people on there, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, I'll probably be getting off of there soon just because, you know, it's all, it's all a bunch of propaganda. You know, it's not good, you know, mentally to be on there. And, you know, it's, you know, it's just, you know, it's all, you know, they're just keeping us all in echo chambers and getting us all to fight. 
you know, I, I was on there to expose the man. I was on there fake names. Didn't want to be known. Didn't want to, you know, put myself out there. And, uh, you know, it was a big enough deal until 2016 that I wanted to defeat Hillary. And I said I when Obama won the second time that I'd do everything I could to make sure Clinton or Bush wasn't in there in 16. And, you know, the corrupt Democratic Party couldn't end up, you know, handle their end of the bargain. So, you know, all I said I wanted was somebody that wasn't Goldman Sachs, that wasn't CFR, that wasn't a globalist. And I thought I had a shot at Donald Trump, but then he goes in there and puts in all Goldman Sachs people. Uh, bunch of swamp creatures but you know I'm not I don't understand 4D chess you know quite as much as all the people that just discovered the deep state two years ago so you know and it really fucking pissed me off I mean go back to I mean I have go to my YouTube page where I have only like I think like 800 people have seen this but on my YouTube page uh like the trailer intro video I have a video where I said September I think it was September 16th 2016 there's only like 50 people following me that Donald Trump would win and they'd blame it on the fucking Russians who else was saying that they're gonna that he would win and that they would blame it on the Russians? Like, how more fucking accurate do you have to be? How more accurate do you have to be than that, that he would win and they would blame it on the Russians? And, and I and this is like maybe like I had like three videos or whatever else. It's not like I had a thousand videos and you know I batted you know 0.1% and just go back to where I said something. At the time, I only had a couple fucking videos and I said they're gonna that this is what they're gonna do. And obviously now, I mean, it's very very. I mean. You don't get rocket scientists to figure out what they're gonna do now is that they're gonna say you know you know assuming that biden doesn't win in a landslide you know what they're gonna do is you're gonna say oh uh you know you know because the mail-in votes we, no one knows who won and uh you know and, and trump is just being a sore loser and you know because of him the stock market's going down this is, i'm talking like in a, like after the election if it's contested and you know put everything in jeopardy because listen, in 2016, they thought, they, they knew Hillary was gonna win and she lost, she lost a rigged race. And then this time, they're not, they're not fucking around. They're not taking that gamble. And the thing is, Trump needs every, because of that, he needs every single person that voted for him and probably another five, 10%. But guess what? He's pissed off people like me uh, who actually have had, like the people that he needs. He needs people like me, independents, libertarians. He doesn't need the people that are gonna fucking vote for him. And so to me, by doubling the size of the Federal Reserve, there's basically, there's very little he would even do to, I mean, I'm not voting, but you know what? Free somebody like Ross Ulbrich, and you know what? And I'll go vote for you. Uh, oh, it's a really beautiful view, but I'm going over a bridge right now, so I can't really look at this. But uh, you want to maybe like pan out to the, to the view that we see over here? Not really sure. I don't know, maybe this is Lake Charles, maybe, I don't know. I don't really know exactly where this is at. Hopefully you guys can still hear me, because I know that the audio is, uh, you know, kind of goes in the direction that the camera's facing. But, you know, it's just very frustrating, you know, seeing this stuff, calling it out, talking about March 20. I mean, when I was saying that Trump was gonna, that on an annualized basis, if he's in there for eight years, that he probably would double the deficit and, uh, you know, be on the same path in terms of debt that Obama was on. You know, everybody, I mean, I lost so much, people lost so much respect for me. And well, I know we're saying I'm effing libtard and all this other shit. And like, you know what, you wanna go, criticize people like me that are actually doing something well then fine well i'm not gonna go help him out because he hasn't helped me out i mean what like i was worried okay well if someone like hillary gets in well they're gonna shut down free speech on the internet well guess what you know this video if i post it on facebook is probably gonna be only be seen by 100 people out of you know 32,000 fucking people i have less people following me today than i did four years ago on that i mean really that uh yeah and you know what you want to talk about prognostications also had Arguably, you know, and go before you, you know, you want to call bullshit on this. Go. I had two interns that I paid for 80 hours to go dispute this claim to try to prove me wrong. 
I had the first fake news list where I was calling out the left. Not to say that the first person ever string those words together, but where, where you know, essentially this professor out of New Hampshire, Melissa Zindar, said, you know, you know, anything that you know that the right, you know, the, you know, say that the right, you know, um, all the publications like Infowars, Breitbart, Zero Hedge, shit like that, they're all fake news. I'm like, oh man, that's perfect. You guys are the fake news. And so I made a fake news list. You know, I did it like on PowerPoint, had a, uh, a background, and put in like, you know, Snopes, Huffington Post, Mother Jones, Fox, even put in, I put in most of Fox News just because I know that even people on the right are a bunch of snowflakes, and, and I was trying to see if I could find a way to help convert them. And, and I went to, I went to a, a two different investment conferences where, by coincidence, Tucker Carlson, I really liked him at the time, where he was the, uh, the main feature speaker, him and Paul Begala, who both used to do Crossfire together at CNN. You know, that should tell you enough about him. But, you know, he was there saying, oh, you know, Hillary's really moderate. She's really not that bad. And we should just give her a chance. And, you know, when she gets in there and wins. And, and so now he's like the conservative. And guy's like, you know, fucking Ben Shapiro. Uh, you know, if there's ever a person who I'd like to, like, debate intellectually. Because, you know, Ben Shapiro, yeah, you're, you're really great going up against and debating all these fucking retards from the left that don't know anything. Why don't you go against somebody like me that, you know, would fucking destroy you? In a debate, because you know you're, you're there with your, your billion-dollar Texas backers. You're there with you know your 50 fucking writers and everybody telling you what to say. Why don't you go after somebody like me who's able to do this shit with zero notes? Didn't even know I'd be even going into this fucking rant. And you know, and I wish that the guy was like like a foot taller because I'd probably want to fight him. Uh, because I'm not just some little you know fucking dweeb you know hanging out uh, you know and up until recently hanging out in LA. Uh, and you know, and this guy was a big never Trumper. Now he's supposedly like the you know carrying the torch of libertarianism for millennials. Well, fuck you, Ben Shapiro. Uh, and you know, and the people who like think that that's some like the you know the conservatism. I mean, they're milking you. He's basically the new Glenn Beck. I like from the first time I heard of Glenn Beck, I thought the guy was like, uh, uh, what are you trying to? Say? Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the word here. Uh, not a sign of count. Count Now, what the fuck is the word I'm trying to think of? Uh, Ah, controlled opposition. Controlled opposition is is what is the is the phrase that I was trying to say. It's a maximum file okay. save. Is it done? Okay, and I guess we're done here because I ranted too much. So, anyways, love you guys if you're still watching. I know it was a big rant, but you know what? This is important now because you know this is really battle for humanity. So, you know what? If we don't fight, don't fight now not going to be a chance to fight later and that's why there is you know a passion plea now and you know what go research the federal reserve get active spread the word about that because you know it's not about voting for donald trump because guess what voting for donald trump maybe buys us some more time but you know what it doesn't fucking matter peace out